Hey everyone, I just wanted to give a quick update before the um, other update that I'm going to give about myself, but um, I've been in contact with Matt. Um, he's been um, emailing me a little bit here and there with um, his updates about what's going on with him, so I just wanted to read you what he said um, to me. He said that the judge, I'm just going to read it directly here. Um, an update for you. The judge for our post-divorce case sent down an order yesterday eliminating the hearing scheduled Friday for my contempt revision and reversed both contempt charges, which is awesome. Um, it was stunning because the judge edited the order my attorney submitted that included the judge reviewing my ex's unsolicited brief by crossing out, by crossing that out. So the judge never even looked at my ex's brief. That's so great. Additionally, my attorney had asked the same judge to combine my ex's child support with my petition to change the residence schedule. So that will also include a so child support change request. My ex has supposed was supposed to send his response by Monday, but did not. So my attorney filed a reply today asking for an immediate ruling being my ex did not contest. Kid-wise, my ex continued to cause chaos that likely strengthened my case, but uh, not best for the boys. We experienced unreal heat Saturday through Monday with temps between 105 to 115. Previously, 103 was the highest. The only AC in the boys' room could not keep up Saturday as we approached 100, so I likely got a hotel room booked for Saturday late afternoon through Monday. Looks like the temps, looks like temps in my apartment reached the upper 90s on Monday. On the bright side, I will start my vacation with the boys Friday and will have them until July 12th. So this was um, sent to me at the end of June, beginning of July. Um, then I responded to him. We chatted a little bit. Um, and then he sent me another update five days ago. Um, and he just wanted to give me another quick update. The boys have been great this week without any issues missing my ex. This child has had three awesome ABA sessions in a row with almost no tantrums and quick recovery from the few. The pattern since he started in November was that nights after me were pretty good sessions and nights after my narcissistic ex were bad. If tomorrow is good, it will add to the theory that there is problems with him and my ex. My other son ha and I have been spending mornings together while the other one is in ABA, including breakfast outside, which we both loved. Also, I took the boys to Portland over the holiday weekend to see family and friends. The boys loved it, and my son wants to go back. wanted to go back yesterday. Amazing how loving people attract the boys so much, which is good, but also breaks my heart. I was amazed how well amazed about how well both did in the long rides up and down only three hours but hourly potty stops made it six to seven hours no problems at all in both trips hope you had a good holiday weekend matt so i just wanted to give everyone an update that things seem to be going well for him and progressing in a really positive direction. So thank you so much, Matt, for that update. 
Um, sorry, I didn't get it out sooner. Um, but this is definitely the podcast update episode. So thank you. And I am going to now continue on to the portion where I'm going to give my updates. Hey everyone. I wanted to give a quick update, um, about my story, my life basically as it's unfolding here, um, with you guys. And, um, I had court yesterday and so I'm a little bit of a, yesterday I was a little bit of a ball of anxiety. Um, some of the things that were on the table were pretty big and it's kind of been building and building up to this point. Um, and it kind of finally came to a head a little bit. So, and building up to that, I was accused of, um, essentially my ex had been messaging me over the past couple of weeks, accusing me of all kinds of stuff, um, gaslighting and, uh, triangulating my children, um, I mean, I guess if I was to back up a couple weeks, my kids were kind of stuck in the middle. She decided to sign up my older son for a class. Um, I don't even know if it's a class. It's like this, it's not really a summer camp, but it's like, you know, working on a farm, but there's other kids that are doing it. So I don't know if it's free labor. I don't know if there's like some kind of schooling involved. I have no clue what it's about. Um, but the point isn't as much of the actual, you know, substance of what he was going to be doing is more, it's, uh, it was another, boundary crossing situation where my ex decided to tell me that he will be taking classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Thursdays a day that I have them. So she didn't talk to me about it. She didn't ask me if this is something that I would be interested in letting him do during my time. She just said, I signed him up for these classes. So he's going to be going this month. Um, now we still have a third party agreement in place where there's not supposed to be any third parties around the kids and we're supposed to minimize any contact with third parties, um, especially indoors. But yet she has consistently broken that order. Um, on the 4th of July, I dropped the kids off, um, at the lake house to her mother, um, they have a, a lake house that they go to every year for her mother's birthday and sometimes on the 4th of July and last minute change of plans. Again, she asked me to drop them off at the lake house instead of at, um, at, you know, the regular, you know, home. So I show up there and she's not even there and it's just her mother, um, to watch the kids, which is against the agreement, even though her mother's her mother, I get that, but it specifically states nobody outside of the actual homes that live in those homes are supposed to be doing it. Basically, I've been trying to get this changed for the last couple months because she's also blocking my children um, from being able to allow me to do anything because if I even take them to a grocery store, um, you know, she says that I'm breaking the agreement, which 
the agreement clearly states minimize indoor contact except for necessities, which is exactly what I do. I take them to Target if I if I need something or or what you know Wegmans or whatever some kind of grocery store. Um, but that's it. Other than that, we can go hiking in more remote locations where there won't be a lot of contact with other kids. If there's a playground and there's other kids on it, we don't go on it. Um, because of the agreement, but yet I show up at her house. What was it about a month ago at this point? And she had a work party going on there where there was a bunch of people doing free work for her and building her farm for her. It was insane. Like it was, it was, I was watching. I'm like, what, how, how entitled a narcissist can be to where they will harass you and ridicule you for taking your children to Wegmans to get food. When I show up at the house and there's, you know, literally over 20 people there and there was 10 cars and people were just outside at the house building her garden for her. (coughs) So basically I used that to catapult it into She's not following the agreement. I I took pictures when I dropped my kids off of the property and gave them to my lawyer um, and basically said she's not following the order um, because she's not. Both of the kids have had birthdays since that order's been in place, and both of them had birthday parties. My younger son had a bounce house. My older son had a uh, some kind of video game Um truck trailers like a video game trailer some gaming company showed up with a video game trailer and so all of his friends could go inside the trailer and play video games together um and so they're having people at the house and the only the it it does have a little stipulation in there for if it is an emergency obviously and someone has to come to the house um like medical emergency or a um homeschooling slash school type, you know, event, um, for educational purposes. And none of the things that are being done are, are for that. So she's going against the order over and over again. And yet I'm sitting here and still haven't even introduced my children to my partner. So, or anybody at this point for that matter, um, So there's definitely a lot of strain and pressure there. Um, And I think that, you know, taking the advice of my lawyers, like, you know, shoot as straight as you can, be as straight as you can for all of this process, um, gather whatever evidence you can. Um, So it's kind of been building up to that. Um, Her mother at one point even told me, well, you know, she's not going to let the kids meet your partner, you know, you know that the reason that third party agreements in place is because of your partner. She like straight up told me that. And I was like, yeah, well that can't be, that can't, that can't be the reason. Like that's not a reason to, you know, block me from being able to do anything with my kids. And you know, and not only that, you can't stop somebody from introducing your children or doing whatever you can't control what they do on their time. But I've been playing the game as best as I can. Um, 
And then we have the financial side um, where we never got our stimuluses. We went through the taxes and everything else. And um, apparently there was, there was some confusion. So to make a long story short with the taxes, um, I had been withholding still. I never changed my, my status through my employer. So I was withholding at a rate that was going to end up causing me to owe money, which I was unaware of. Um, because I just, I just, I don't, with everything going on, I think I just totally blanked on changing my status on that. So I would have ended up owing money in 2020 because I never changed it. Um, and she would have ended up gaining a lot of money. Um, especially if she claimed both kids, which the, there was all these, this confusion around that the courts finally said, no file jointly this year. And then next year file separately. Um, so that's the plan. Um, but so we filed jointly this year, we never got our second stimulus. So I had to put that, make sure that they added that amendment into the taxes, um, and then we never got the um, third stimulus either. Um, and I guess you don't claim that one on last year's taxes. It's just, you know, if you don't get it this year, you're supposed to claim it on next year's taxes. So I wasn't expecting to see that. Um, I did end up getting it a couple days ago, but right before court. Um, and then everything came unraveled. And she said, you know, well, I told her that I received a check, which was weird to me because I always get everything direct deposited for my taxes. So I'm assuming when she went to go sign the papers, she asked them to make it a be sent as a check instead of through my direct deposit. So she had them remove my my checking account from it. I'm assuming because I got a check and then I got a check for the state taxes as well, which again, I never get checks for these kinds of things. Um, so I was pretty shocked to see that, um, and frustrated because then I had to call my bank and then they were like, well, yeah, it's under both your names. She's not on your account. So you'd both have to come in and show ID. And it's like, uh, trying so hard to break these bonds and break these connections that I have with this person. And yet she's making it even more difficult and kind of forcing me into, having to be around her now. Um, so I said, is there a way I can just drop off the check and have it endorsed? And then she can come in later and sign the back. Um, and they said, yeah, that's no problem. So I dropped it off. And then, you know, after I did that, she messages me and says, um, aren't I entitled to the whole thing since you never gave me the stimuluses or taxes from last year? Um, so she thinks that she's entitled to, you know, for four people at $1,400 a person, that's $5,600. So she thinks she's entitled to all $5,600. Um, and in our agreement, which the judge said, this is how it's going to be and put this in the agreement was that all stimuluses or any federal money from COVID relief is to be split 50, 50, but she thinks she's entitled to all of it. And then she says, I would have never signed the taxes if I would have known this was the case. I did not consent to this. I did not consent to this, which is a, it's a, a running line that she uses. Um, and I think it's, it's, you know, purposefully used 
to try to paint me as someone who does, um, you know, a man that does anything he wants um, and doesn't matter about consent. Um, and I know she knows that it bothers me, um, especially since she's said that I, you know, I, I know I've said it in previous podcasts, but, um, but that, you know, when I went to put my son up on the counter to brush his teeth and she said that I was a rapist because I did that because I'm buying into rape culture because I do whatever I want to children's or to people's bodies without their consent. Um, she said that to me once when I changed my son's pants, when he peed in his pants. Um, and I changed them without asking him first when he was like three years old. Um, you know, so this is, this is a theme that has been going on basically since she's gotten this, you know, consent, um, thing in her head. Um, when I separated with her and I was still coming over here, I had to fight like hell to even get the kids to come back to my apartment. And she kept saying, you're doing this without my consent, without my consent, without my consent. Um, so basically making me seem like I'm just this horrible person for just wanting my, you know, parental right as a father. Um, you know, I, 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 I mean, there's so many things that have been said back and forth about that, but when it comes back, you know, circle back to the taxes here. Um, yeah, so $5,600 she thinks is all hers. Um, and she said, because I didn't pay her any stimulus money, um, which I did, I paid her the first stimulus money and it's on record and it's in my PayPal sent items to her and I notated it because I notated everything that I sent her. Um, and the courts have it and my lawyer has it and her lawyer has it. So she's just bold lying, which is, you know, as we all know what narcissists do. And if there's no paper trail and there's nothing to show proof of that, they will continue to lie. But I mean, this was like just, you know, a ridiculous lie. Um, we never got federal taxes back the year before because she owes money on her student loans. I can only assume that's why. Um, so the funny thing is in that whole situation, I owed money. <clears throat> she would have gotten money, but if she would have quote unquote gotten money, she wouldn't have gotten any of it anyway, because she owes money on her student loans. Now she might this, she might have this past year because of COVID. Um, there might've been something in place to where they weren't taking money back for, for student loans. I didn't look that deep into it, but I do know going forward, her filing on her own, unless she decides to start paying on her student loans that she accumulated before I got married to her, um, she's never really going to receive taxes anyway. Um, which I don't think she's, I, I don't think she realizes that because she's so entitled. I mean, she doesn't even realize that I paid her, her, <laughs> her stimulus money. She still, she just thinks that she is owed everything. Um, which is so bizarre to me for someone who, you know, pretends to be this, this person to the world, you know, which it's just one of the many masks that, you know, they wear, but she pretends to be this like healer, guru, spiritual, hippy dippy, um, you know, person and, you know, wants a community garden and everyone included. And this is for everyone. And I want this to be, you know, come help me do my garden and then you can come pick flowers whenever you want, like type shit. Like she wants to pretend like she's in it for, for everyone, but really 
when it really boils down to it, like she thinks she's owed everything from everyone. All these people that are coming to quote unquote help her, I guarantee you if they actually come to start picking flowers, she's going to be pissed. She's going to be pissed that they're actually coming back for what they're owed from her. And I don't think that she's going to feel that they're entitled to do that. But whatever. Anyway, so um, that was one thing. And then we got into it back and forth. And in the middle of all that, she started accusing me of, you know, every time my younger son comes home, he's always hungry. Um, He's regressed on his... um, cleanliness or I don't, I don't know how she worded it. Her, I don't, I don't remember. I don't even know what she was saying, but she was just using, I feel like she was using structured words to, that are kind of like red flag words. Um, you know, he always comes home malnourished, um, regression in his, um, what I'm thinking she's talking about is like brushing his teeth and taking a shower and, um, using the bathroom on his own and stuff like that, which, you know, is, is never a problem here. And then, you know, uh, just, it's just, I don't know. She threw out like five things. I don't have it in front of me at the moment, but, um, yeah, there's that. (laughs) So, um, I just didn't even respond to it. I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you on what is and what isn't. And, all your lies and manipulations. And, you know, I did say at one point I'm, I'm going out of town on Saturday. And so I have to bring the kids back early because I have to leave Saturday morning for work. And I said to her, um, offered her a Wednesday. I said, can I pick them up Wednesday night since I'm going to have to bring them back early or I could bring them back Wednesday to Friday instead of Thursday to Saturday. And she said, let's just stick to the order and you can drop them off early. So basically she's shorting me on time, um, which sucks. I'm really sad about that because my son has a really hard time with transitioning back to her house. Um, and I know it's going to be hard this week. Um, I mean, it's only like a few hours realistically, um, but it's still, it's still hard. He likes those mornings together. Um, and I usually bring them back at like noon on Saturday and I'm going to have to drop them off at like 7am. So that's going to be, that's going to be difficult. Um, but yeah, so I, I basically, when I was bringing up this stuff to her, I said, um, you know, that my younger son has been expressing to me that he wants to spend more time with me. And her response was, he doesn't want to spend more time with you. He's sad about the selling of the house and he's grieving the selling of the house. And he wants to be there as much as he possibly can because he knows the house is going to be gone soon. Um, which is not true at all because when I drop him off, he cries and freaks out and wants me to stay and wants me to like go on the swing or walk around the property. And it's just like, I just can't, I can't sit around and and be in her presence. I can't do that. Um, and it's just really hard, really fucking hard. So if it was grieving the selling of the house, why would he want me to do these things? Like, it's just bullshit. She just makes up whatever she wants to get it on paper to make it whatever she wants it to be. So there's that. <clears throat> um, 
But anyway, there there was that. The week before that, she was attacking me about my older son, saying that he is scared of me, that both of them are scared of me, actually. She said that neither of them feel free to express their emotions to me. Um, They're afraid of my reaction because I react so harshly to them and yell at them, and they don't want to be yelled at, um, which I never do that. Um, and then she said that I gaslight them, um, and that there, there was a, there was a bunch of stuff. So basically building up to court, it's almost like she's trying to build this accusational case towards me. Um, and just accusing me of things that don't matter. Um, so I was, I was pretty terrified about that. Um, just because I'm like seeing all this happen and I'm just kind of like, I, I know what happens and I, I know like my son might've said one thing and then she just added in the rest to like them, them being scared of me. I don't think they ever said that. And when I asked, I even asked them about it, you know, have, are you scared to talk to me about stuff? Are you blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and they're never scared to talk to me about stuff. I know they talk to me about stuff they don't talk to their mom about. And I know that because, you know, I'll, I'll say, would you, would you show your mom something like this? Would you tell your mom something like this? And they're like, no way. You know, they feel more comfortable talking to me about things because they know that it's going to be more of a judgment free zone. So for her to say these things, I mean, I just know they're not true. So it doesn't really matter. The problem is she's saying them on a thread through court that the court, well, it's like a thread through a messaging app that the courts use. It's called our family wizards and the, the court, the courts can, can look at that. And so it's almost like she's just documenting this stuff to try to make me look a certain way in the court's eyes. Um, but then she also looks like an idiot because she's telling me she's entitled to all of it. And I had to send her a screenshot of our agreement and highlight where it says 50, 50, you know, any, <laughs> any relief stimulus, blah, blah, blah is to be split 50, 50. That's it. Very black and white. And she's still like, I didn't agree to that. I would have never signed the taxes. It's like, you did fucking agree to it. You fucking agreed to it right here. Like, what are you talking about? It's just like maddening. Um, so there's that. Um, so we get into court and I didn't find out, I didn't hear from my lawyer until like four 30. And I was just like a ball of anxiety all day yesterday. I tried working out made me feel a little better for a little bit. And then I was back to feeling terrified. Um, but when I spoke to my lawyer, um, they, they agreed the third party thing needs to be removed immediately. Um, that it's ridiculous. She can't tell me who I can and can't be around. There can be no wording about significant others or third parties. Like I should be free to do whatever I want with my kids, just like she's doing now. Um, so that wording is going to be changing, um, which is awesome. So I'm very happy with that. I mean, I, I, I knew this to be true just, you know, from, the law, (laughs) but at the same time, I'm still terrified of this person because this person can do so much damage and cause so many different rifts in reality and, you know, just confuse people so much that 
that is just, I mean, you don't know where it's coming from to where you, you, you start to get in your own head a little bit. So you, no matter how much I've read and I've researched and I've heard like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do this. There's still a part of me that's like, what is she going to say? She can say anything she wants. She can do anything she wants, but she doesn't have any proof of anything. But sometimes some, depending on what court you're in, they, they, you know, once they hear it, you know, that's the truth unless you can prove otherwise type thing. You know, it just, just kind of, I've heard all these back and forth things. Luckily, my court and the court that we're in, they just want this done. They don't really care. Um, they wanted it done, you know, a month ago and it's still going on. So they just want to tie it up and be done with it. So um, <laughs> they don't really care about he said, she said. They don't really care about any of that. Um, if I get the he said, she said from her, they don't care. Um, like I don't have to respond. I just don't, I just don't have to respond, which is, which is good to know, um, that they don't care. So I don't, I don't have to engage with her unless I choose to. So I don't have to sit there and defend myself to her. I don't have to sit there and play these baby games, these narcissistic games of, you know, pointing fingers and everything else back and forth and the triangulation and everything else. I mean, I'm going to have to do my best to do some damage control with my children um, when I have them. Um, but when it comes to speaking to her directly, I, I only need to speak about the kids and that's it. So um, yeah, so the third party agreement thing got dropped and then they did reiterate exactly what I was telling her about the taxes and about how all that's going to play out. And um, I did drop off the check for the tax, but I got nervous because then I called them and I said, um, at, at my bank, I called the bank and I said, um, I dropped the check off. Um, but now I'm being told that she's entitled to all of it. Um, if she was to come in there right now, show her ID, could she take the check with her? And they said, well, technically we can't stop her because both of your names are on it. We can't deposit it without her endorsing the back and you've already endorsed the back. So she could technically take it, endorse it. And if her bank if she, you know, she shouldn't be able to deposit it without you going to show ID, but if you've already endorsed it, they might be able to do it depending on who it is. And so I was like, okay, I'm coming to get that check. So I went back and I grabbed the check. So I grabbed the check back from them. It's so ridiculous. Such a simple thing that is just so overcomplicated when you're dealing with somebody like this. Um, so I got the check back and, um, and so now I basically was just waiting on courts, which is what I told her. I said, you advise with your lawyer, I'll advise with my lawyer, and then, you know, let the courts figure it out. So that's pretty much what happened. So that's where we are. Um, so now, um, now I have to meet with her at the bank and split, cash the checks and split it 50-50 with her. Um, and since she decided to take my routing number off, this is going to happen again with the federal taxes. If we even get those back, I don't know. I had to file a paper saying like an injured spouse allocated paperwork thing to her. Basically, yeah, I shouldn't be injured for her, you know, blah, 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 that she, her, her, her things that she accumulated before meeting me. So any of her debt that she accumulated before meeting me as in her student loans. So we'll see if I actually get the federal back this year. I'm not 
counting on it. I'm kind of hoping we don't so that I can be like, see, dumbass, <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't have got any taxes back anyway. She was telling me that I was abusing the system and, and basically financially abusing her and, the, and using the system to financially abuse her is what she was telling me. And then the courts are like, no, you, we, you agreed the court, the judge wanted it this way. We agreed to it. This is, this is how it's going to be. So hopefully she's actually hears it this time. Cause it's only been told to her probably three or four times. So, um, yeah, maybe hearing it from the courts, exactly how I was saying it would help. And, um, so that's done, but now I just have to do that. And then we're getting these child tax credits in monthly checks. So I'm going to have to meet her once a month at the bank to split it 50, 50. So that'll be great. That'll be a lot of fun. And I'm sure there's going to be some kind of confusion on that too. And I don't, I feel like I'm entitled to all of it. I'm entitled to all of it. So we'll see. Um, yeah, so these are, these are just the little things, these, just these little things that get you sidetracked and off topic and all over the place and bouncing around in your head. And when really, then you get into court and none of it matters, but you know, at least with my court, I shouldn't say that about all courts. You know, if you're in family court, sometimes they do take all these little tiny, you know, indiscretions into consideration. So, um, yeah, so I am, oh, and she never told them about the selling of the house. We did end up selling the house, um, over asking price. And it went from Saturday, it was put on the market. And then Wednesday it was off the market and all offers needed to be in by Thursday. And we had about four offers on Thursday and we took the highest one. And so it was on the market for like four or five days. Um, we already have the contract for with the, with the buyer and she never told her lawyer about any of it. I did tell my lawyer about it, but I did say, I want him to kind of not focus too much on it or put too much time or energy into it. Um, because I want him focusing on the other parts of the, of the case. And I trust that the sell of the house is what the sell of the house is. Now, if we want to work in the finances, as far as like making sure that the house is divided 50, 50 and making sure that, you know, this and that's taken care of and all the financial side. Sure. But I don't need you diving into the contract and diving into the, you know, the listing agreement and all this stuff and wasting a bunch of time and spending money on it. So, um, but she didn't tell her lawyer that the house was even sold. She didn't tell the, her lawyer that the house was listed on the market. She didn't tell her lawyer anything. <clears throat> so when my lawyer said that the house was sold, she was shocked and kind of dumbfounded and very confused. And um, like, I don't know anything about that. What are you talking about? I don't think my client signed anything. She didn't tell me she signed anything. I need to see paperwork for this. Like, why would he sell the house without her permission? But, you know, she signed the contract before I did. So... <laughs> Um, all of her signatures are there. So it was all done electronically, but it has to be done through like secure email. And her mother is part of the one that's involved with the selling of the house. So I don't think she's going to go against her mother and say, I never signed that. Um, not only that, real estate agents have ways to do this stuff electronically to where everyone can only sign their signature and it has to be sent directly to their email for it. So, you know, it's, it's just... 
It's just bogus. It's, I think that she just didn't tell her lawyer. I don't think she wanted her lawyer to know how much money she was going to be making off the sale of the house. I think she wanted to leave the courts out of it. Um, but now she just looks like an idiot because the courts are going to ask, did you sell the house yet? That's part of the process. You got to sell the house. You got to divide the assets. You got to do this. You got to do that. And let's get this thing wrapped up. So we'll see. Um, but I know that, you know, her lawyer is probably not going to be very happy with her about that one. So, um, all in all, oh, and they also did sign off and say that, um, she should not be making decisions for what the children do during my time, but we should have open communication and better co-parenting. Um, but I am not required to do anything that she is telling me to do. I don't have to take the kids there, which I already know that. And I'm not going to, um, but you know, she needs to let me know in advance with advance notice before just signing the kids up for things. So curious to see that the child's um, lawyer is going to be drafting up all these new rules um, to follow um, and then submitting them to the courts. So um, I'm curious to, to see how that is. So until that's done, my lawyer said to still kind of play it safe and not introduce the kids to her, which should only be a couple weeks before it gets introduced um, to my to my partner um, or to even bring them around other people and wait for this to get kind of settled and figured out before doing so. So we'll see. Um, I, I think that that pretty much wraps up my update about everything. Um, probably went a little later than I wanted it to, but thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah, I haven't really been updating a lot. So, uh, with, 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 with what's going on with me. So hopefully I didn't, you know, um, retell too many <laughs> stories in there, <laughs> but <laughs> I hope everyone's having a good day. Stay safe. Goodbye.